0: The garage attendant would tell us that there was one tire that was losing pressure all the time. So I said, look, I've got a little bit of time. Let me take it to this guy in Unit 2. He changed the tire, sorted out the puncture. So I got back into the car, put the key in the ignition. As I was about to close the door, I suddenly felt both the doors, the passenger side and the driver's side doors being flung open. Suddenly I saw a white car in front of me. The two guys on my right hand side basically got hold of me from the driver's seat. I tried to resist because I didn't know what was going on. The one guy fired a shot in the air and said to me, look, we will shoot you. And then they bundled me into the back seat, put me in between the two seats, lying on the floor. The one guy had his leg on my head with a gun to my temple. The other guy on the right-hand side held my body down with a gun to my right-hand, right-side temple. And they carried on driving, but all the time asking me if I had a tracker in the car and i said no and they said to me why don't you have a tracker and then i said look i didn't fit a tracker meanwhile there is a tracker fitted in the car and they said why 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 you not telling us why you didn't fit a tracker i said no as far as i'm concerned these trackers don't work that's why i never fitted a tracker that was a lie a blue lie that i spoke and the guy said to me well if we find a tracker in this car we're going to shoot you and abandon the car were you not afraid at the time that if the tracker was found you would be in serious trouble oh yes Oh, yes. I was fully aware of that. That's why I was praying all the time. Talk to us about where you were taken. They kept on communicating on the cell phone to somebody else. And there's no doubt in my mind that they were communicating with a network center, a coordinating center, because I could hear the bleeping sound of that network center. And they kept on using the word Swaziland, Swaziland, Swaziland all the time. These three guys, clearly they're not South African, they are Zimbabweans. So they slowed down a little bit, jettisoned me off the car in W section in Amlazi. And fortunately for me, It was pouring rain. I got out of the car and I just shouted, help. A youngster from one of the houses there got out of the house, came over and asked me what had happened, and I explained to him, and he opened the gate, opened the door, let me into the house, phoned his father, and coincidentally, his father happened to be a colonel at uh, Metropolis Coordinating Center in Old Fort Road. His father got on the phone with me and asked me for my description, my details, and said to me, just stay there with my son. I'm on my way. And by that time, Chatsworth police had already been to the car dealer, the, the tire shop, and they took a video footage of what had happened. By that time, uh, the Metropolis Police guy had come over uh, together with another Metropolis Police van from Amlazi police station, they came over, comforted me, and took me home. But I am so grateful that the youngster that received me is a Montclair secondary pupil. He was so kind, so gracious, and so comforting to such an extent that in pouring rain, he went over to a nearby house to buy airtime, come back and load it onto his tablet so that I could make a phone call home. And I'm so grateful that there are people like this in the world. It sounds like a horrific story did end on a positive note. What have you taken away from this entire ordeal? I think this is a bit too much. We're living in a country that is becoming increasingly unsafe. And the police in this country are increasingly demonstrating that they have become impotent. And I say this with due respect to my many colleagues in the police force. But in terms of crime prevention, I cannot understand in this day and age why there aren't regular patrols, 24-hour patrols on Eginson Highway. In fact, I want to issue a challenge to all retired policemen, all retired security guards. I don't mind contributing a monthly amount. To create a task force that will work with the police and patrol our roads, patrol our highways, conduct surveillance with the police, and stop cars that don't have number plates, stop cars that are behaving suspiciously on the road, and take them off the road. And I think if we do this, then this community will be safer because I've been born and brought up in this community. And it pains me to hear every day as a medical doctor that a patient has just walked in having been a victim of crime. Surely it can't go on.